Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody. Living the Dream podcast. Matt Scaletti, back to you. We are talking about One of the most interesting, powerful, incredible weekends I've ever had in my life. I've never done this quite to this extent before. A couple months ago in December, I went on what I call a solo retreat. This does not have to be expensive. This does not have to be extravagant. I rented a very inexpensive cabin out in a camp that I've been associated with for many years. My dad has been associated with for many years. So I know them very well. You could do this in any cabin, probably in any area in the country or the world. And I would just say, as long as the cabin is sort of out in the middle of nowhere, where there's not going to be anybody bothering you. I told my, my friends and family, I only saw really one human being. And that's when I checked in. Then I didn't see anybody the rest of Friday, all day Saturday, all day Sunday. I did it for a weekend. However, I'm also single. I don't have any kids. So if you are married or you have kids, I think you could do this for a day. You could even have rent a cabin for, I'm sure, 25, 50 bucks just for a Saturday and go up Saturday morning and be back Saturday at dinner time. It was just a very, almost like a spiritual weekend. And I am a, I I pray a lot and I go to church and I am very close with God. I also believe if you're not, this could still be an unbelievably powerful experience. And I think spiritual does not necessarily mean God or religious. It can just mean feeling connected more with yourself and with nature and with the universe and with your environment. And that's what I walked away with was getting to know myself better. I think if there was one takeaway I could give you, and I'm going to go through three of them, but the one takeaway would be when I left Sunday, I felt like I knew myself much better than I did when I arrived on Friday. And I have a new gratitude for life and my surroundings and nature and other human beings in my life and my family. And it's amazing that going off on your own can do that, but it definitely did. Let me go through the three things that there were many powerful takeaways. I have a whole probably 30 pages of my journal are filled up with what I learned, what I did, what my takeaways were, but I'm not going to sit here and record a four-hour podcast. So I'm going to give you three of the top ones, and we'll see what you think. Number one was the amount of noise in my life. I don't want to speak to your life, but I'm assuming it's probably similar. There's a ton of noise in life, and I probably have more noise in my life now than ever, just with 
social media and everything coming at you so quickly. I actually don't have cable and have probably turned my TV on twice in the last three months, but there's still a lot of noise going on. And I think I learned that only because I went to an area where there was no noise. I had my phone basically on airplane mode the whole weekend, Friday at 2 p.m. or whatever it was until Sunday afternoon, all airplane mode the whole time. And what that did was, what that forced me to do was look inside of myself. I meditated a lot. I prayed a lot. I answered a lot of some of these deep questions that I got from different websites and books and mentors. And it could be scary. And there were tears shed, by the way. I won't go into detail, but there were definitely happy tears, sad tears, emotional tears, et cetera, just because you're going so deep inside of yourself. And I think that brought out some emotions, good, bad, or indifferent, powerful either way. Whether if it was sad, I think it needed to come out. If it was happy, that needed to come out too. So that's the one of the first things I learned was the amount of noise that I have in my life. And it was so just powerful to shut it out for a weekend. And now what's happened is I have shut it out a lot more, especially in the morning at night. And at night, almost no noise from the phone, from an iPad, from TV, et cetera. Number two is, and I'm sure a lot of you that follow along with me on social media will not be surprised to hear this. I embraced the suck. I did this solo retreat last year as well, but it was all physical, which I think is more mental, even though it's physical fitness. I was training for this 24-hour Spartan hurricane heat. And it was mainly a lot of physical. I was doing burpees and I was rucking and I was doing push-ups for 24 hours straight. This was different as far as embracing the suck because it was more spiritual. And for me, that's almost even harder. It's almost harder for me to sit still and meditate for an hour than it is to just go do hundreds of burpees for an hour, right? That's just me. Embracing the suck in this environment was getting quiet in my own head. And it was still, it was freezing this weekend in December. It was going out for a run at odd times in the middle of nowhere. And that can be creepy with no headphones on. You have a headlamp, headlight on your head, and you're basically out in the middle of the woods. And it's, to me, it started out as, oh, this is a little weird. And it turned into this, spiritual calming run and rock and hike that I was doing versus being scared of, oh my goodness, what's out here? Is something going to attack me? You know, there's probably almost a 0% chance of that happening. Then also when I would get back from the runs and I wasn't wearing a ton of clothing, I did have a shirt on, but I purposefully underdressed to be a little cool and embrace that suck. And then I'd come back to the cabin and the water was ice cold. I'd hop into an ice tub for two to five minutes before taking a warm shower and warming up my core temperature. But embracing the suck, especially when 
Nobody was around to see it. As a lot of you know, I share a lot of that on social media. This, I shared nothing. And I think that made it even more intense and impactful on me because I wasn't doing it for somebody else. My girlfriend, spouse, friend was not in the other room watching this. I wasn't sharing it on social media. This was for me and me alone to push through. And I think that made it a lot more impactful. The third thing, and I won't go into all the details, but I will say this. Putting together a value system of where my values currently are was probably the most interesting part of the whole weekend. And that part got me to learn myself even more. It took, I was telling one of my best friends this, it took over three hours to do this. Basically, I was looking up different values in general, hundreds and hundreds of different values. And then I wrote down on an index card, the goal was to write down 20 and narrow it to 10. I ended up writing down like 45 because there were a lot. And then I would scratch off one at a time until I got down to 10 values, which was hard enough. And then on top of that, I ranked the values, what's most important. And then as I went down, the 10th one was the least important of those 10. Still extremely important. There are 10 values out of the thousands that are out there. But what it did was it gave me a blueprint of if, if an opportunity presents itself, or a friendship presents itself, and it does not align, or a girlfriend, or a business associate, and it does not align with how my values are, then I know that's probably not going to be a match, right? And that was very, very interesting. So I would su not suggest, but I, if you ever wanted to dive deep into who you are, how you run your life, how you want to run your life in the future, working on the values that you want to live by and ranking them can be an extremely emotional and impactful activity to do. And I would block out at least an hour or two to do it because it can take a while to rank them, especially at the end. There's what I learned. Those are three of the things shutting off the noise, by the way, and I talked about this with fasting Shutting everything down while eating one meal a day, no phone, no computer, no iPad, no TV, and just sitting there in silence eating food, and it only takes 10 minutes, you know, 12 minutes, is amazing. It makes me feel so good. I enjoy the food more. I'm more relaxed. I just feel the nutrition going into my body. I appreciate food more, and it's an incredible way to spend whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner, or a snack, spend a few minutes just in silence eating and enjoying that food has been huge for me. Number one, no noise. That helped. Number two, embrace the suck. Every day, do something that's out of your comfort zone, at least a little bit. And then, of course, we bring it on Savage Saturday. And number three, ranking of the values were three of the biggest takeaways I got from this solo retreat. I hope you get a chance to have your own solo retreat at some point in 2023. It is, you will learn something about yourself, whether it's a six hour solo retreat or 48 hours, I would almost guarantee you will learn something about yourself, even in just putting your phone on airplane mode 
for five hours, it's interesting to see where our brains go to and how many different directions they go. Much love to you all. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. And we'll see you all in seven days. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much.